Shortly, how much battery have we got? 33%. That's good for Googling. We've got that. That's on. Camera. Yeah. Hi, welcome to DAA. <laughs> Let's do some poppers. <laughs> Will the winter ever lift? Will the ice recede? Will the snow melt? Will the warmth return? No. It's going to be this cold for the rest of your life. So why not throw caution to the biting wind? Grab yourself a jerry can of petrol and come join us round the pyre. Yeah. We at Every Number Whatever are open and inclusive to anyone who takes a shredder's eye at UK number one singles. Here... 400 feet above sea level, we've hunkered down in a dip atop the flat lines of this table-like hill. From a distance, you can see an orange glow, the dancing shadows of distant mania. Closer you come, ranting Sulfordian tones, incongruent laughter and stifled rage create a cacophony both frightening and bewitching. Hiya! We're over 500 songs in and we're drunk on the acrid fumes of from the flames, unsteady from the thick stench. We're mortaled on the power of revisionism, so come ye and warm your withered appendages as we've got nine more songs to sift through. And the the ones we decide that, well, if they're dog shit... <laughs> well, <laughs> this is collapse. Fucking the, the metaphor just deflated like a saggy There's no metaphor. There's no metaphor. <laughs> If the dog shit will log up on the fire and bang down another tot of rum. Even the ones we think are worthy of keeping bring warmth. How so, Matt? Well, I'll tell you. We'll play them and let our hearts be charged by song. So. Only as much as we legally can do, though. Come sit and let yourself rest. Enjoy the drink and tune. We'll let the records do their best by the light of a waning moon. And joining us under its silty light is the magical, maniacal, and musical Craig Lowe! Hey, nonny nonny. At his nine o'clock, sat with his bag of medicines, it's Dr. Liam Maloney. I've had my tablets tonight, I promise. Oh, lovely stuff. Gentlemen, how are we this week? Are we all good? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> said with a question mark on the end of it yeah affirmative but questionative shall we machine one off let's machine this like today's machine its name is Johnny Five Greenwood took all my might not to go Johnny Five but I didn't <laughs> Mr Johnny Five that's Johnny Five from Short Circuit and Short Circuit 2 and Johnny Greenwood, who is the guitarist from Craig's favourite band of all time, Radiohead. So, great it's intros today. Um, I think we should just dive straight in, shall we? Oh, I'd love that. Let's begin. And um, we're going to do me. So... This is unique number one, 650. It was number one for three weeks, starting on the 25th of, you think I would have written this down by now, 
8 is August, I think. August, mate. Uh, 1990. Um, oh, right, okay. Johnny 5, Greenwood, have you got any facts for me, please? No. Um, this is a novelty song of the highest possible order. Oh, wind yourself up, Craig. Yay! Um, keep, keep, keep. There is no way Craig is voting bin on this song. Yeah, even better. I reckon Craig will get this in maybe the first three seconds, whereas Exciting. Matt will look confused. So let's see what happens. Here we go. Oh, it's... Uh... Oh, God, what is it? What is it, Craig? Un, dos, tres, cuatro. God, what is it? Ah! <laughs> Would you like a little bit more? Yeah, please. Oh, it's Timmy Mallet. Uh, it's Bomb Ballerina featuring Timmy Mallet with It's a Bit Satini Wiener. <laughs> Produced by Bye. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Produced by Andrew Lloyd Webber. What the fuck is no, that it about? Was not. Yeah. Bomb Ballerina is the name of one of the cats from Cats. I never knew that. Apparently, he produced Could... it as a bet with his wife to prove that he could get to number one despite being a musical theatre. What's the word I want? Um, leech. Let's say leech. Something that sucks blood. Um, it is, of course... Got this album on vinyl. Of course you do. In fact, would you like to tell us about Bomb Ballerina in more detail, Greg? Oh, it's wonderful. I mean, it's at the height of Wackaday fame for Timmy Mallet. This is just a, a, a covers album of just 50 standards, shall we say? Uh, with a with a slightly techno beat over the top of it, and a lot of sort of like <laughs> Amiga MIDI sampled fucking things like oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's all the samples that you hear in the theme from S Express, which is also oddly Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, <laughs> you get in this as well, so the uno does tres cuatro. Well, he only he only bought he only bought one sample pack. He's not paying for two. <laughs> I don't think Mark Moore is like Andrew Lloyd Webber wearing another man's skin, but we can hope. Have you ever seen them in the same room? No, I imagine they would scratch each other's eyes out. Um, you are absolutely correct, though. This is uh, from an album of um, dreadful 50s tracks. How um, dare you? This, How dare you? This isn't a one-hit wonder, though. They had a second single, Bomb Ballerina, with Did Jimmy. Um, do you remember what it was, Craig? Oh, God. Uh... No refresh, mate. So I'll be honest. I always thought I that itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow dog polka dot bikini was always a bit iffy. Even when I was a kid, I remember thinking it was a bit creepy and weird. Um, mm. I think the other song title is creepier and weirder. Um, the second. Oh, it's seven little girls, isn't it? It's seven little girls. Seven little th- girls in the uh, seven little girls sitting in the back seat. Hugging and a kissing with Fred. Oh yeah! <laughs> it got to, it got to eighteen in the chart. <laughs> no, in in all seriousness, Craig, if you can get past the nostalgia, do you actually like this? I mean, is there a way to get past the nostalgia? I'll be perfectly honest with you. This is so rose tinted. I'm seeing red. It's uh... <laughs> at least he's honest. Yeah, I mean, this is this is my childhood in. In just music form, I've been such a massive Timmy Mallet fan. When I, when he released music, I was like, "Oh my god!" Just gifts from the gods. It was just wonderful for 
God, how old would I have been? Seven? 1989? <laughs> the idea of you describing Timmy Mallet's Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini as Mana from Heaven oh, yeah. is quite <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Leonard, where do you stand on this? Who gives a shit? <laughs> I mean, like, I can't... I, I, I got so much joy from hearing Craig talk about that then. It's just kind of blown the black clouds away. I don't think I have that much. I, I, it's rubbish. Can I just yeah. put that out? <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's, Thank you, voice of rubbish. sanity. Um, and you're right about, I've never actually thought about how creepy his seven little girl sounds. Mm. <laughs> just Craig then. Sitting in the back seat with Red. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's clearly going to be the title of this episode, though, right? Just, oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, I always think if something sounds creepy, then if you flip it to the other way, then it is going to be, to prove its creepiness, then you've got to flip what it's not saying. So, it's a bit of teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. Basically means I can nearly see your fudge. (laughs) So, yeah, it is, it is. Uh, That wouldn't have worked as well, I don't think, as a title. Um, It's, yeah, it's just Timmy Mallet. I don't hate Timmy Mallet. He was a state, you know, he's uh, Piccadilly Radio, uh, Whackaday, he's been growing up, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. What? I have nothing more to say on this. It do, I, I tell you what I will say. I don't hate this. I think I hated it at the time. Yeah. But I don't think I hate it now. I don't know if the Pantheon will be worse off if it weren't in. No. But, yeah. Let's it move won't. on anyway, shall we? Um, I'm going to go for a my second number one, which is unique number one, 201. Again, number one for three weeks. And it was first number one on the 5th of August, 1965. Ooh. Um, so, quick disclaimer for our audience. There is a reason that we play very short samples of songs. Um, it's so that we can talk about them and claim fair use. Hi, Universal Music Group. Fair dealing because we're talking about criticism and you know historical narratives and all that stuff. Fair use, fair use, fair use. Fair use, fair dealing in the UK. Um, so I'm going to play only a fraction of this song and only enough for you guys to get it, which is going to be about 0.5 of a second. So <laughs> here we go, everyone. Hell, oh, right, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, this just got even easier. <laughs> Help by the Beatles. Um, right. So before I hand over to you, I'm just going to yep. very quickly... Go on, bash it, beat it into the ground. Right, just give you, give you the, the three sentences I've written for this, which is... Huh. Yeah, that's how it what starts with hell. What can you... Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't ask Johnny Five for any stats, but there aren't any, so... <laughs> there you go. Um, so, huh... What can you say about one of the most overplayed songs in all of history? Alas, not the Butcher album cover. That's all I've got. Oh, right, okay. Well, um, helpfully... I was considering guys, her to be a sentence on its own. I've got the list next to me, just in case that these things arise. So Ooh, this lovely. is the Beatles yeah. list. Um, help comes in at number... Oh. oh my gosh, high up, is this, high up. Is this yeah, the I stuff mean... you're batting for, or is this the order? Yeah. No, no, it's the order of um, Beatles songs. Order of Beatles songs in, in order of preference for me. Best Lennon. Really? Yes, without a shadow. Without a shadow. Fun. I mean, again, 
going back to nostalgia of the previous song, this is the first Beatles I ever saw because my dad had the movie of Help on VHS, and this is the first time, first ever exposure to the Beatles. I will always have a special place in my heart for Help and that entire album. I think there's not a bad song on that album slash soundtrack slash movie. Uh, it's fun. It's upbeat. It's the Beatles perfecting the bubblegum pop that they were doing before they started to go, you know what, let's do something else. Hard Day's Night was Lennon, wasn't it? Yep. Right. Second best Lennon, this. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I rate this over Hard Day's Night. Really? Very much Hard so. Hard Day's Very Night is so. a high batter. Right, okay. So we've had Timmy Mallet, we've had the Beatles. This shows you how fantastic the UK music chart is. From the ridiculous to the sublime and back again. What have we got third, Liam? Where are you going to take us, love? I'm going to take you to 1,132. Okay. Ooh, this was number one for the first time on the 12th of uh, June 2010. Johnny5, can you input some facts for me, please? It's been... A one-weeker from 2010, Aren't We Lucky Lucky Boys? I'd ask you if you've got any guesses, but you clearly know the answer already, so I'm just going to dive straight into this. Any guesses, my loves? It's really loud. It is. Fleur something. Is, is it one of the fleurs? It is not a fleur. I, I don't could, know. Could we I have mean... the chorus, Liam, love? Sure. Will it help? Probably not, but we'll see. It's no getting over. It's no getting over. It's just no getting over. You know. Bring it back. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is of course. I know you're all screaming the answer from your um, I don't know, sick beds where you've been strapped at home. Um, that is of course David Guetta with "Getting Over You" featuring Chris Willis, Fergie, and LMFAO. Anyway, um, for me, this is the best tune of the three because. Obviously, I can't stand the Beatles. I think Timmy Mellet is a novelty song. This, the only reason I say this is the best of the three is because of one element to it, which is Chris Willis, who's kind of like the main gospel singer in it. It's obviously got Fergie from Bep mm. screaming in it as well. But the gospel singer is the best thing about the tune. It's a really kind of great gravelly performance, really good vibes. He's making like loads of effort. Apart from that, though, it is asinine bro fodder, whose only function... <laughs> is to soundtrack ingesting blue drinks and trying not to be sick in a girl's mouth while you tap her somewhere dreadful like Sunny Beach or Falaraki or Zante. You can think I'm a snob, that's fine. No, It doesn't make me wrong either. Look, we're past thinking that we're snobs. This is exactly what this show is all about. Musical snobbery of the highest order. Snob away. Snob away. So, as always, I rely on the um, official charts show Spotify for this. They put the wrong mm-hmm. version on, and the wrong version doesn't have the rap by LMFAO in the, quote, chorus, and it doesn't have Fergie in it. It's just got Chris Willis on it, and it's actually quite good. Then that's the right version. 
It is. Unfortunately, it's not the single version, which has Fergie giving herself some form of enema slash embolism from straining so hard. Um, and LMFAO just mumbling while something in the background goes boo, 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 boo. Remember LMFAO. That was a fun fortnight, weren't it? Your definition of fun and mine are very different. Well, they are. Well, well I'll, I refer you back to Timmy Mallet. <laughs> oh, yeah. So th- that's my two penneth on, on this EDM masterwork. Craig, has this moved the needle for you? Oh, not bad enough to sink the previous two, I'll be honest with you. I mean, it, it's it's... It's virgin on a singin. Oh, this is going to potentially get yeah. singined in for you. Okay. Oh yeah, this is this is Sorry, definitely what did you my say? singin of the three. Singin. Did you, no, did you say oh yeah? Or, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. I'm um, Mr. Leonard. Oh, I mean, I'm not keeping the uh, the the what do you call it the the barometer of of. Uh, I've, I've I love help, mate. I've got to let it in. I'm afraid. In in the interest of um, not staying awake all night thinking about my conscience, I've got to vote Bin for this. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I, yeah, can I can I just say that it, it was closer than you think, really, because <laughs> mine is being help is ghosting for me, ghosting uh, both of them in. And I'm guessing Craig's on a hard keep, right? Oh, yes. But I think it's yeah, it's a two Rock to one hard. keep, Craig. Whereas mine is a, a one one powerful tugboat dragging in two massive turd ships. Turd ships. Um, well, that is our first three number ones of the week. Blood and sound. That was a lot, wasn't it? Um, we're going to move on, and we are going to go to Mr. Matthew Leonard next. Here we go. I've got to admit, I quite like your three, Liam, because it's one that you've, even though we we race through that quite quickly, it's one that you ha- actually have to give a little bit of thought to. If that song was anything other than the Beatles, it would have been binned. Mm-hmm. So the ones where you've got to think and really judgy, judgy, make this interesting. And I think we're there with these three as well. I think All there's right, a lot okay. to think about on these three. Ooh. So first up, this is possibly one of the most modern songs we have had thus far when I introduce to you you need to have won 1414, 1414 Johnny Greenwood information before I go on it's been was number one for one week on the 27th of April in 2023 I'll tell you what you can't keep a good man down can you, press play I miss knowing what you're thinking And hearing how your day has been Do you think you can tell me everything, darling? But leave Who is it? Lewis Capaldi! Oh, he's back. He was around last week in our binathon. He's, he's, he's going to spunk his load the fastest. I Long think he's got five number again. one. He's got five number ones so far. Fair. And yeah. I think he's going to race through them if he's not already raced through them. Uh, more gut-busting, hernia-inducing, hemorrhoid-creating vocal from Glasgow's own uncontrollably twitchy half-man, half-pillow. We've had three so far. We've had three. Hmm. Yay. Nearly done. Nearly done. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> no, Craig, he's not. Remember that. No. He's not nearly done. Uh, more songs for that bit in the film where the dog dies slash kid dies slash man goes off to war. 
Wikifist. The video for the song is a take on the story of Greyfriars oh, Bob. <laughs> That's the single scariest thing that has ever happened to me. It was mountains. so loud. <laughs> Keep that. And <laughs> <laughs> it right. I need to compose myself. Did everyone else hear that? I heard nothing. Oh, you bastard! <laughs> the video for the song is a take on the story of Greyfriars Bobby. This is where I should explain what the story is to you, but I'm not. Google it. Uh, we've had a lot of Lewis recently, so I am. I'm not going to repeat my the overused themes that we've already used about him. Uh, of he's a lovely, funny lad, but we don't like his music. All oh, the scruffle in your head, you little damaged <laughs> Scottish man. Um, so let me pull the emergency card and let's look at some YouTube comments for Lewis Capaldi's "Wish You the Best." Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is. I, I, I'm going to put a bet on that. This podcast is going to fall to bits in under five minutes. <laughs> Nicole Cross writes, probably the saddest song ever written, Cry Smile. Hits different at 3am, sad face. Thanks, Nicole. What's the proper name for a cry, cry wank? I, I don't know. I, I, I Does it have a proper name? I thought it did have... Carry on. I'm going to okay. Google. He's off to Urban Dictionary, Liam goes. Akunafuna Prince 8639 writes, the vibes and lyrics are mad and good at the same time. Smiley face, finger pointing up, Nigerian flag times two. Wow, he got both of them wrong. Uh, and then you've just basically got a, like a list of everyone pouring the guts out talking about abuse that they've been through and how they've come out the other side. And then right at the end, Hugh Brophy Hind puts... Nice performance. <laughs> and I enjoyed that. Anyway, <laughs> Lewis Capaldi. More more Lewis Capaldi, lads. More. More. It's all the same, isn't it? Yeah. It's so all the yeah, same. It I know that's be, an easy criticism. Yeah, could be any of his other songs. Exactly. Sometimes you just have to say the obvious thing. Shall we do it, though? Shall we do it? Any lovely, any like, nice bloke, any, any nice, nice guy. He's there got his own range of pizzas. Isn't he nice? It's so funny on chat shows. Uh, Liam, any cry wank update? Um, cry jacking is the cry jacking. So it's just the Americanization. That sounds yeah. like the worst nineties fucking dystopian fucking thriller of all time. Cry Along... jacking alongside with like Repo Men with Anthony yeah. Head. Yeah. Um, that's a that's, that's a deep fucking dive, isn't it? That's that's. <laughs> let's let's cheer ourselves up here, guys. You need number one six. Two two, three weeks at number one on uh, the seventh of January nineteen eighty nine. So they obviously went for the Christmas number one and failed. It was Christmas number one eighty eight. Was that a cliff? I'm going to say it was a cliff. I've not looked, but I'm going to say it was cliff. Eighty nine was was eighty nine Band Aid again? No, no, no. We we uh, we need eighty eight. So Christmas number one nineteen eighty eight. Eighty eight was cliff missile. Missile. So right. So this went for the Christmas number one. Didn't get it, but iconic status as i ask johnny five are you alive give me some facts Retire! Retire! not a mistake oh it's especially for you with callie and jason then hit play For you. 
Stop it! I remember this being better than that. No, um, you're wrong. There's a load of hogwash that has been banded about in previous weeks about insincerity. We, we talked about it briefly, I think, either last week or the week before. Well, here's the pushback, baby. This is where we agree that sincerity is overrated. Here's two Aussie soap stars singing a loving in a post-TV screen marriage tie-in song that just, it just does it. It just does it. And I don't really know what it does, but it does it. it I always, always approach this song thinking it's shit. And, and then, then end, up, end up praying. Exactly, Craig. <laughs> I am praying the chorus out like various versions of the same menopausal HR clerk. Say what you like about Stock Aiken and Waterman, and we do, but they really could write them to order. It's frothy, it's meaningless, it's unimportant, drivel, and we're all the better for it. If we're honest, the only thing that's wrong with this, sorry, is Jason. His voice doesn't it's just it doesn't go over bang average oh yeah it's it's, it's nowhere near as good as Carol's, but i think compliments quite well it does but it does make i, I was thinking when i was listening to uh-huh. this i really wish the neighbors uh script editors had perhaps hooked her up with craig mclaughlin <laughs> or oh. stephen dennis <laughs> yeah Oof, discuss discuss it could have been kylie and stephen I'm I'm no, I've no, got no. Kylie Minogue in Twin Peaks now, and I'm so fucking here for it. <laughs> that would be wild. Right before we move to Craig Liam, do you have any views about this? Um, the, the, one of the famous soap duets of all time. So you have to bear in mind, I was a big fan of Neighbours. Big fan of Neighbours. Hmm? Um, I will one day, if you like, um, Patreon listeners, I will um, give you the rules to my Neighbours drinking game. Um, now that it's back yes. on TV, as much as I loved. Neighbours in kind of my youth and my teens and my 20s, um, which is a long time. I was too young when this came out to actually understand what was going on. 88, I was two, three years old. Holy shit, I feel old. Yeah, so it it was too... The Kylie Jason thing missed me by a couple of years, realistically. Craig? Uh, Well, uh, I did just have to do a double check to see if it would come round again, but of course it's nowhere near as good as the cover version from 1989 of Johnny and Denise from The Big Breakfast. <laughs> oh, 1999, you said 1989, is it 1999? 19, sorry, 1998. Oh, God, that. Oh, yeah. 1998, right. 1998, uh, at the peak of uh, Big Breakfast fandom. Oh, yeah. Although not uh, with Johnny Vaughan. Is... No one likes Johnny Vaughan. I don't think Johnny Vaughan no. does, really. No, he doesn't. Uh, but yeah, this is the definition of a slow burn ballad. I think by the time you get into the midpoint of the song and they've finally got the groove going and the vocals are starting to loosen up a bit, it's great. Great, 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 great. Now we're back together, together, I want to show you. I really hope that is distorted on the recording so as it is in my headphones. <laughs> that, that's I moved back. I know, but it didn't help. That's why I moved back. <laughs> Uh, unique number one, number one, six, seven. Let's see what this does for you. Okay, this was another three-weeker. This time in April of 64. Johnny Five, any more on this, please? Your... No Sting. And a second look-in for the biggest band that have ever existed. What, what? Can't buy me love. Oh my words. Love. 
Oh yeah. If yeah, if we can't get away with playing help, we need to stop there. Um, Fourth this release. is why I had the list. Number is four. Why I had the list out. All oh, right. So it's not the most irritating Beatles out there. I like. Way! I like the kind of R and B swing to it. It's pretty straight swing for a load of white lads from Liverpool ripping off blues artists, but it's still <laughs> a bit of swing. It doesn't have any stank on it that you would hope for, and it's certainly no Cliff Richard. But, and I mean that quite sincerely. Are these positives or negatives? I can't work this out. No, no, the Shadows were a way better band than the Beatles. <laughs> right, how do we block you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I, I actually really like this tune. I really like the verses in this tune. It's got a little bit of kind of boom, 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 boom. It's got like. Well, do you know what I've got? Do you know what I've got instead of R and B? Yep. This is surprisingly still skiffly. Considering oh, I suppose, that, yeah. you know, that it, it's T chess bass. It's some basic cards. It's three lads singing this on a street corner in black and white Liverpool. It's two minutes eleven seconds of. The fourth best-selling song of the 60s and the 35th best-selling song of all time. It's McCartney's musing on the wealth created by his recent found fame. And it's not even their best number one of that year. <laughs> but still, it's instant, it's memorable, it's well-played. And these lads were still in their late teens and early 20s, but they were head and shoulders above the rest. On my Beatles list, it is my eighth favourite Beatles single. Mm. But because we have been faced with a Capaldi, because we have been faced by a Kylie and Jason, which will not leave my mind, and because we're faced by it with Can't Buy Me Love by the Beatles, I am voting keep. Liam. I need to almost just ignore Capaldi, don't I? Because the Kylie I mean, and Jason one. He's a lovely lad. He's a lovely lad. He's on range of pizzas. Yeah, he's such a nice boy, isn't he? And Glastonbury was lovely. Um, <laughs> can't buy me loves a fucking tune. <clears throat> Gotta keep it. Oh, fucking hell, who am I? Lord. Who are you? I mean, Craig, what are you doing? Don't I think mean, about uh, your bin stats. Bin it, bin it, bin it, Craig, bin it. <laughs> uh, to go back to a previous episode of this podcast, the Beatles can't buy me love. The Beatles. All right. Can't All right. Buy me love. Can't argue with that. Get 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 that shit in. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this. Thanks, boys. Um, again, I think that's a safer keep than Liam's three, but I think we've still done the right thing. Um, yeah. If you don't at least consider it, like the whole point is to take these things on their merits, right? So yeah. 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 Um, let's roll on to our third victim du jour, Mr. Craig Lock. Two relatively safe keeps from uh, both the boys this week. I mean, the only thing that could happen now is Craig Lowe pulls a Craig Lowe. My first number one this week is unique number one, number 1,351. This was number one for four weeks from the 3rd of January in the year of our Lord, 2019. Johnny Greenwood malfunction. Need fact. Nothing, nada, zip. Uh, I'll be fair, this is probably one of the more memorable pop songs of the past five years. Press play. Oh, oh Ava Max. You like this, don't you, Craig? 
I do indeed like this. This is, I, I think the only note I've got is, as far as modern pop goes, this is pretty great. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it doesn't stand it's out for me boxes. particularly. I, I don't see it as anything special. No, it's about 15 years too late, <laughs> but at the same what time, sense? that's no, I don't great. understand that. Why, why 15 it's, it's, years it's too a late? Throwaway, it's, it's a throwaway Europop dance track, essentially, that was 10 to a penny in the late 90s, early noughties. I think and, it's pleasantly out of time then, surely, rather than 15 years too late. Ah, well, tomato, uh, potato, tomato. That's potato, yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is, it is, you're right. I, I, I wouldn't, I don't give it that much credit. I think it's just more kind of, you know, machine fodder a la the limbs of Katy Perry or the spleen of Lady Gaga, whatever it might be. It's just, you know, organs to chow through. <laughs> It's it's certainly more Gaga than Perry. Did it did that um did that offend you that metaphor? <laughs> yeah, that's good. well, it, it got a bit gruesome. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm finding it hard to find something to say about this because I think we all just sort of like it's good, it's fine. I'm yeah. not turning it so, off. I'm so, enjoying so it. So does the Wikipedia, funnily enough. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't she been waiting to like hasn't she been on about dropping a new album for like a decade now or something ridiculous I mean who cares she had a one hit she's gonna milk that forever this song it's you fine. mean yeah I think if we take what we've said as a page of writing and we write at the bottom keywords I think this the keyword we need to take no no it's um, Craig is dead right memorable Considering yeah. that we throw anything from basically 2010 onwards, we just throw endless shade at. At least this one. As soon as it played, Liam knew what it was. I knew what it was. You can't say fairer than that. Yeah. Oh, apparently her second album came out last year and we all missed it. What's it called, mate? Diamonds and Dance Floors. Oh, that's shit. Yes. <laughs> Let's move on. Moving on swiftly. Uh, my next number one is unique. Number one, number 1,403. Two, that is. <laughs> Before we go is it? any further, Johnny Greenwood, number fact, is alive. One week, then. It's been. <laughs> yep, indeed, it's one week. It's from, <laughs> from the 29th of September in the year of our Lord. 2022. Uh, I mean, if this were the old pod, this would possibly fall into the uh, hardest intros ever round, possibly. Oh, love it. It's that David Guetta remix of Blue. It is that David Guetta featuring Bebe Rexa. Oh, a Bebe uh, Rexa. Yeah, uh, with I'm Good. No. Which is uh, yeah, uh, a, li- a little bit of research into this because Wikipedia did actually have more than a sentence on this one. Uh, this was recorded pretty much more or less as a joke. They got together and recorded it as a demo, chucked it out on TikTok. It blew up with all the utes, and they were like, you know what? Let's just let's fucking do it. hate let's do it for people. realsies. Let's do it for realsies. Do you know what? That's just dialed down my hate of this. The fact that it was done knowingly as a joke. If if it would have been so so much worse if Guetta got an other artist in and went, oh, we're going to do this. 
Oh, yeah. Because it's going to be, ab- yeah, oh, yeah. You know, it's because it's just, what? <laughs> because it's just, it's going to bore into everyone's heads and it's going to make us a load of money. The fact that they did it and it was a joke, then, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, feel a bit better about it. Surely, even any self-respecting DJ, even David Guetta, wouldn't look to Eiffel 65 and go, you know what, there's some fucking gold to be mined in there, boys. Let's remix the shit out of that and spin solid platinum from it. No, this was always going to be done uh, very much tongue-in-cheek. And you know what? They avoided the worst stereotypes. They did actually rewrite the lyrics so it turned into an actual pop song in its defense. What's the rewrite? Uh, I'm good, yeah, I'm feeling all right. Rather than I'm good, yeah, I'm feeling all right. Yeah. Uh, so okay. they, so they, actually, they actually tried to make some improvements to gibberish. Please move on. Uh, just move say, on. Say what you will. Okay, right, before on. we move on, before before please we move, move on, on, Liam, could you just check something for me in the long list? Could you see what we did with Eiffel 65's blue? I'm guessing we binned the fuck out of it, but I just need to make sure because it might have a bearing. Unanabin. Unanabin. Sweet. Right, Craig. Three. Number three, then. Well, my final number one this week is better numbers. <laughs> This is unique number one, number 776. Mm. Before we go any further, for one last time, Johnny Greenwood, fact is not a malfunction. It's been... Give your meat a good old rub. <laughs> Spicy meat. We're we opening the spice rack. And oh. we are back in the spice rack and possibly the saviour so of this trilogy. Uh, place your bets, boys. 97, October, one week. It's going to be an actual spice. It is going to be an actual spice, not one of these synthetic spices. Spice of your life. It is indeed the greatest of the spices. Right. Do you know why I didn't guess spice up your life? How many no. weeks was this number one? One week. That is. That's why I can't believe Astounding. this was. Astounding. Astoundingly. Only number one for one week. I remember this being everywhere when it came out. Spice Girls, first single off their second album, leading into the press of the movie that was yeah. recorded it, for was Spice World. Was it well. on a Pepsi advert as well, this? I remember that. Uh, yes, it was used for pe- all sorts of fun facts, this one. So, Spice Up Your Life is the song that has convinced me that Mel C, it is C, Chav Spice, yeah, Mel C is, that's how I remember <laughs> Yeah, please don't go into my theory on that one. No. That, that's hitting the cutting room floor every day of the week. Um, but Mel C is by far the most talented of the Spices. However, I think we've said this, yeah. Unfortunately, in Spice Up Your Life, she is kind of relegated to the role of like a flavour flave, where she just shouts a not, response in the background. It's not, it, it's not a singing song, Spice Up Your Life. It is a shouty song. I mean, everyone's shouting racial slurs. It's perfect. Racial Jerry slurs Father. for everyone. It is, it is. It's shouting, <laughs> chanting. It's exactly what Mel B and Jerry love to do. What I didn't know is, previous to any of this album being recorded and this song, they'd already started filming Spice World and they would spend the day filming Spice World and then they would go and rock up into a Winnebago and start writing and recording this in the evening, go to sleep, carry on filming the film, they were, they go were... and carry on writing and recording that night. So that was how fucking nuts fucking Spice was at the time, which is possibly the reason why the B-side uh, is such a notorious piece of shit. What is the B on it? Uh, the B-side for this is a track called Spice Invaders. Can we hear that, please? And 
it is lit. It is literally they got rolled into the booth and were asked to say anything that was on their mind, just anything they spice wanted to say, invaders. and then they just spice, put spice they just put a, di- a dance track over the back of it. So excited! I love I love shit like this, like the proper the proper bin scrapings of pop music. Yeah. It's got a sitter. What's that? What's that here on the planet? <laughs> stop! 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 This, <laughs> you need to go back. Who shouts Keith? Keith? Play it again. Who shouts Keith? Keith, it's still showing, yeah. <laughs> it should have been Keith. I thought it was so showing, so showing Keith. <coughs> oh, it oh. is both notorious for being quite near the top of some people's best Spice Girl songs of all time and being rock bottom for the other 50%. Well, I tell you who the other 50% are. Everyone who lives in Asia. <laughs> Do you not remember verse two of this, Matt? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I do. I thought you meant verse two of Spice Invaders. I'm like, no, you've just introduced yeah. this to me. Yeah. Uh, Yellow Man in Timbuktu. Yeah. Timbuktu. Wrong country. Wrong continent. <laughs> hey, Fine. listen, if if once a year we can have the child is born quoting fucking black, white, yellow at us every single Christmas 20 times a day, we'll give the Spices a pass. Apparently you don't sing it anymore when they do it live. They've changed the lyric, but I can't find what the lyric is. Spice Girls don't sing live. They never did in the first place. Apparently Jerry insisted they change the lyric. Saint Jerry, as we know her. So what what do they sing instead of I don't know. I can't find it fucking anywhere. I found this out a few weeks ago. It kills me. There's a man in Timbuktu. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Fine. Sure. Yeah, next. (laughs) Sure. Um, just, just Victoria in the background going, girls, I'm busy counting my money. She's got such a... I don't know if she was ever in this band. She's got the thinnest crisp of a voice. Maya. Just this little... <laughs> because it had, they had to fill that demographic of posh totty on the poster. <laughs> Could have got Tara Palmer <laughs> Tompkinson involved. That would have done it. I mean, she wouldn't have lasted she, uh, long. The, no, I mean, where was um, she from, posh? Is she, she's, she's from Beckham's part of the country, isn't she? That's why they got on so famously well. Just two fucking pieces of wood smacking together. Uh, yeah, oh she's from Essex. God. <laughs> Hertfordshire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just rolling past it, boys. I'm trying to be a better person. <laughs> that is a sex tape I need to see. <laughs> Splinters everywhere. Is that all right, Victoria? <laughs> Please tell me it's posh shouting Keith. Please. Please. And that's the sound that calls time and our decisions need to be made. Um Craig, it's your three, mate. What's what's going on? Where take take us um, through it. Uh so we've got Ava Max with the best sounding pop song of the past five years. We have David Guetta showing he has a sense of humour. 
and we have possibly one of the greatest Spice singles of all time. I, mean, for <laughs> I me, love the way you framed that then. David yeah, Guetta yeah. showing he's got a sense of humour, <laughs> yeah, as if that's somehow <laughs> fucking laudable, <laughs> so you can get fucking Spice up your life. <laughs> the case all for the, the defence. <laughs> he's leading the witness, Judge. <laughs> Overruled. <laughs> Strike it from the record. Yeah, this is a very, very, very easy keep for me, really. Easy keep, he says. Liam? Yeah, it's got to be a keep, I'm afraid. Sweet But Psycho and Spice Up Your Life are bangers. and oh, Yeah, that's getting singed in, isn't it? Soft keep, but a keep nonetheless. Make it three. Excellent work, gentlemen. In that case, <laughs> after that chaos, um, I feel we should wrap up. I need to stop shouting, Keith. Oh, well, it was an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot week for us all. Oh, yeah. We were afraid to come out of the water. We were wondering what we were going to do. We were afraid to come out of the water. Why not visit our socials instead then? Head over to www.com every number one ever dot com spell that however you wish not the dot com you can all spell that one way you, you spell it any other way you don't get a, an error message uh, and there you will find <laughs> there you will find a link tree to all our various socials our x account our insta our facebook it's all on there uh if you want to throw a few pennies our way, head over to patreon.com slash E-N-O-E podcast where you will find a variety of extra content for you at but a small price. It's a small <laughs> price to pay. <laughs> you sell it. You should, been, you should have been wearing a fez for that line. <laughs> what happened to this week? Christ, it all went wrong. Uh, you'll find a variety of information. Blah, blah, blah. Awesome. And uh, yeah, that only leaves us to say, Mr. Maloney, how is the Pantheon looking about this week? So, into the Pantheon this week went fucking everything. So, we had Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow at Dovinterim That went in. <laughs> um, alongside, uh, that was uh, Bomb Ballerina with Timmy Mallets. Didn't get you treat. Alongside that went uh, the Beatles. Help, I need it. Um, under duress, I should point out. And David Guetta, Chris Willis, Fergie, forcing it out in the bathroom, and LMFAO phoning it in from another state entirely with "Getting Over You." All in the Pantheon, as was Louis Capaldi. Isn't he nice? He's got pizzas. Um, Jason and Kylie pretending to care one iota about each other as if they have human emotions and can't buy me love, which we all agreed on. Kel fucking surprise there. Um, all in the Pantheon and Craig's anthem to mental health. Ava Max's Sweet But Psycho. <laughs> um, alongside... Um, David Guetta and BB Rexer proving the sense of humour. Oh, it's just so funny. Put it on TikTok. Kill me fucking self. Um, everyone should eat Tide Pods. And finally, uh, Spice Girls with Spice Up Your Life. Sons the racism these days. All made it into the Pantheon. Oh, wow. Thank you, Liam. Thank you so much. Uh, Craig, great work this week. Appreciate it, it was. as usual. Yeah. Great. Uh, Liam, Thanking you. Absolute for pleasure. 
holding it together and also tearing it apart. Now, I've seen what you've put, but I've got a very precise request. Okay. Could you play the racist bit from Spice Up Your Life, but put, oh yeah, at the end of line, every line. Sure. Because <laughs> I need to hear, yellow man in Timbuktu, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could you do that? And you, uh, you listener, have a wonderful week uh, and we will see you next week. Be well, live life to the fullest. <laughs> Why was there a question mark there as well? Question mark. <laughs> this is going to be so good. This is going to be so good. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah. <laughs>